podcasting from UW River Falls. Bet you didn't know, it's Sunday Stories. I'm Trevor. I'm Kira. And I'm Evan. And the true story from last week was... The Graduate Student with the Right Suits. This was published in our student voice in November of 2006. For today's story, we're going to hear a student named Magdala talk about a lot of different uh, experiences and stories that she has had in the University Center. Um, Throughout, you'll hear her reference the University Center as the UC, which is typically what we call the University Center. So don't be alarmed if you hear that. One time I took eight naps in the course of like two days in the St. Croix River Room when I was uh, an OTL for my first year. Legally took naps during break times, just would like to make that clear. I would like cross like five chairs. Definitely not comfy, but got the job done. Eight naps, baby. One time in the UC. Did people like in costumes ever come to the UC? Because I feel like I have a distinct memory of like someone coming up to me in costume and me like getting scared, but not like trying to show that I wasn't scared. You know who used to freak me out? Freddie the Falcon. I'm not gonna lie, like my freshman year, freshman year, I was all about Freddy the Falcon just because I think he's so funny. It's like a meme to be in love with him. Like once that thing gets close to you, man, you want to run. Like you don't know what's inside of there, and like could be human, could be an animal. Like <laughs> it really scares me. And then they like try to hug you and stuff, and then like I don't even like people I know hugging me. So like this big bird coming at me, I'm like, oh my gosh. So <laughs> like I one time I very confidently was like, I'm gonna go hang out with Freddy. And then I, like, got up to him, and I was like, oh, no, this is not good. And then, like, it was too late because I was already, like, trapped in the class. You know, like, the bird talons were like, let's be friends. And Mag was like, let's not be friends. And I wanted to leave. One time I definitely didn't realize that my headphones weren't all the way plugged into my phone. And I, like, was like, why is this song not playing? So I just kept playing it louder on my phone. And then I looked down, and I was like, oh, it's just because my headphones aren't connected. It was in slop, or it was in the dining hall. And then I, like, quick looked around, and I was like, I hope nobody, like, heard what I was listening to. I don't know what I was listening to. I think, like, the Jonas Brothers, honestly, which is not something that I listen to on a daily basis. So that's why I was so embarrassed that it wasn't, like, that I played it so loud. <laughs> um, have you talked about that fire story yet where you, like, ran out of the UC? No. I feel like th- that's not as interesting because it wasn't a real fire. I've been at three real fires in my life. So I'm bound to die by fire. <laughs> I just feel like I'm going to die by fire or water. Like, you know those those element memes or whatever? Which one is going to get you? Fire or water? One time we went on vacation in South Dakota, and within the span of a week, I fell into like six or eight bodies of water. Just for funsies. So my dad was like, you know, River Falls might be appropriate for Magdala because the name of the college is literally River Falls. I was like, good one. Really got me with the dad joke there. But I've never fallen into the Kinnikinnik. And now probably the next time that I go there, I'm going to fall in. But I've never fallen into the Kinnikinnik yet. Just like to point that out. Every body of water I get near, I fall in. But I haven't fallen in yet. So one time I was in the UC and like the fire alarm went off. And I was like, this is real. Like, just another fire that I'm going to be trapped in or like, made to witness and then I just like stood outside the UC we were like waiting for this presenter because my friend really wanted to talk to him and I wasn't gonna leave her there so we were like waiting for this presenter like freezing our butts off in front of the UC 
it was super cold and like there wasn't even any fire but they just have to keep like had to keep like going back and forth to find out like what triggered the system and still like not letting people in and I was like it's 10 degrees just let us in and do the math later like it's fine Bonus story here. Looks like Magdala also shared um, a story about her first week on campus and how she confused some people with her name. So here's the thing. It is, my name is unique. And I, I used to like hate it as a kid, grown to like it, you know, big name, big personality, like unique things to give you character because everyone judges you and hates you for a bit. And then you're like, I'm still cool. Anyways. Um, <laughs> so my freshman year, during week of welcome, I was like, the probability that I see half of these people again is pretty low, and I hate, like, explaining my name, because everyone always asks, like, where'd that come from, or how do you say it, um, how do you say it, like, why are you named that? So I, um, and, like, at restaurants and stuff, uh, somebody told me that I use it as my Starbucks name. I tell everyone that my name is Kelly, um, just for funsies, and... During week of welcome, I introduced myself to a lot of people as Kelly. And then we, like, stayed friends with these people, and they still thought that my name was Kelly. And then one day I was like, hey, guys, this is kind of awkward, but I have to tell you that my name is not Kelly. It's, like, actually Magdala. And the guy goes, what the hell kind of name is Magdala? That's not real. And I was like, yeah, like, it kind of is. Um, it's like my real name. <laughs> and he goes, well, what the hell were your parents thinking when they named you? And that was the first encounter with, um, using the name Kelly. And I was like, you know what? Kind of didn't work out, but for some reason I just decided to keep doing it. So anytime I meet somebody on campus or if I get like food at Herbs and Gerberts, I always just say that my name is Kelly. Don't forget to follow us on social media. The link is in the description below. We'll see you next week on Sunday Stories. A woman with nearly lifelong ties to UW-River Falls, who made a life of giving to others, left her alma mater $1 million for scholarships. Alpha Lucille Spriggs, better known as Lucille, was born on July 30, 1916 in Olmsted County, Minnesota. When she was still a toddler, her father Roy got a job teaching agriculture engineering at UWRF, then known as River Falls State Teachers College, and the family moved to River Falls. In 1934, Spriggs joined her father at the River Falls State Teachers College as an English and history major. Spriggs played tennis, wrote for the student voice, acted in plays, managed the finances of the Young Women's Christian Association, and played violin in the symphony orchestras, all while maintaining a GPA that kept her in the honors program through college, according to the 1937 Melitian, a yearbook, and 1930s student voice articles. Spriggs graduated in 1938, then began her career of serving others. Spriggs enlisted in the Red Cross in October 1944, a military card from a file in the university archives indicates. Spriggs was responsible for military welfare work and hospital duties. Next, Spriggs settled into a job at the Veterans Administration Hospital in Minneapolis, where she worked in social services, according to a press release prepared by the UWRF Office of Public Affairs. Nancy Devine, UWRF Foundation President, 
said that Spriggs regularly donated money to UWRF for scholarships throughout her later life. Spriggs' biggest gift, $1 million, came after her death in 2005. She never shared with us her intentions to make this generous gift, Divine said. Though she never formed a family of her own, Spriggs kept in contact with a close circle of friends who also attended UW-River Falls State Teachers College, Divine said. From what I understood, she outlived many of her friends, Divine said, so we were kind of like an extended family. This connection Spriggs felt with the university may have influenced her to make such a large donation. The biggest to come from one person in UWRF history, Divine said. Spriggs' father's role at UWRF may have factored into the decision, Divine said. An article in, in December 19... An article in the December 19... 1936 edition of the student voice illustrates that the level of Roy Spriggs involvement on campus throughout the course of his 32 years as a professor at River Falls State Teachers College when a new machine shed needed to be built at the campus farm Professor Spriggs drew up the plans himself Spriggs asked that the donated funds be dispensed at the R.E. Spriggs Family Memorial Scholarship in honor of his father and mother mode spriggs asked that the donated funds be dispensed as re spriggs family memorial scholarship in honor of her father and her mother mode spriggs specified only that the donation was to be used for scholarship divine said the uwrf foundation made the decision to make them leadership scholarships divine said because spriggs was very involved as a university leader for our first story today, we're going to hear a little bit about a very generous alumni. The Spriggs Scholarship Story, published in September of 2007. It has happened again. That week-long event where Greeks celebrate the spirit of competition that is known by the descriptive title of Greek Week. Greek Week Chair Alexa Rarick says... I feel that the purpose of Greek Week is to celebrate and strengthen the bond we share as collegiate Greek members through a week filled with exciting activities and events. This year's Greek Week theme was Monsters University, and so many of the events were centered on the scare game. Each day of Greek Week began bright and early with a scavenger hunt, and the theme this year was a pig hunt. The Greek community got a clue for the location of the pig at 8 a.m., and then proceeded to race around campus looking for the palm-sized pink animal. Here are the results of the pig hunt. Monday, Phi Mu, found pig at first roundabout. Tuesday, Alpha Gamma Rho, also known as AGR, found pig at Ag Psi Building. Wednesday, Delta Theta Sigma. Wednesday, Delta Theta Sigma, also known as DTS, found pig at Amphitheater. Thursday, AGR, found pig at KFA Building. The first day of the scare games began with an all-Greek potluck-style picnic. The purpose of this day was to simply get to know the other chapters and their members. Following the picnic, there was a pudding-eating contest for the chapter's monster, a person who had to participate every day and was the mascot of the chapter. At the go, the monsters smashed their faces into the chocolate pudding and started eating. The winner was the monster that finished their pudding first, and AGR and DTS tied for the first place. Tuesday's overcast skies brought them 
brought with them a day of physical competitions. Fraternities competed against fraternities and sororities against sororities. The Greeks gathered first for the pyramid contest. This test of endurance and teamwork lasted over 30 minutes as chapters gradually fell out of the contest. The end result was AGR winning for the fraternities and Sigma Alpha for the sororities. The next event was the chariot race. Each chapter had to find and decorate a man-powered vehicle which could hold a passenger. AGR won the fraternity race, and Alpha Omicron Pi won the sorority race. Wednesday's reigns set the Greeks inside when, where they competed in relays, hoops, and egg toss. The egg toss was very close, with many chapters breaking their eggs in the same round. However, Phi Mu won the sorority egg toss, and after a redo with AGR, Theta Chi won the fraternity competition. The relay was moving via spoons, one cup of M&Ms to another. The chapters had to use speed, teamwork, and steadiness in order to succeed in the challenge. AGR won the fraternity relay, and Alpha Omicron Pi run, won the sorority relay. Finally, it was the last day of the event, the hula hoop contest. The fraternities started first. Several competitors survived a few minutes, and so the Greek chair asked them to start walking. After several steps forward, Theta Chi won. The sorority hula hoop challenge lasted longer. Once the girls started walking, it was down to Phi Mu and Alpha Sigma Alpha. The chair had them walk around the floor and then take laps. Neither girl faltered. Finally, with the challenge of two hoops, Alpha Sigma Alpha won. Then, it was the much-anticipated lip-sync contest. For several chapters, this was the main event. For three to six minutes, the chapters were to compile a routine to several songs. Sometimes related to the theme of the week, the chapter's order depended on the number they drew from a hat. The chapters all gave good effort in the end. Theta Chi won the fraternity lip sync and Alpha Sigma Alpha for the sororities. This year's Greek week had two winners, one for the sororities and one for fraternities. Alpha Gamma Rho won the fraternity Greek week and Alpha Sigma Alpha the sorority. Reflecting back, it was a long but fun week. The celebrating of Greek pride is never dull, and getting to know the diverse group of people that call themselves Greek reveals that the stereotypes could not be more wrong. UW River Falls has a great has a good group UW River Falls has a good group of people here, and the Greeks exemplify that.